0: People make a big deal about last meals in prison. What do you want for your last meal? Oh, I don't know. Kind of lost my appetite. <laughs> don't know if you heard. Gonna be murdered tomorrow. <laughs> and you have to eat something. Make it a burrito. You're gonna clean some shit up. Yeah. Now neither one of us are looking forward to tomorrow.
1: Welcome back to the Hoosier Sophisticate seven o'clock hour. Hmm, that was an awesome six o'clock hour. It was a great man. That that Fired story. Up. That story, man. That that hits you in the gut a little bit. I know, man. It hits you. We make people
2: go through some freaking BS to get medicine. That I keep telling everyone. I don't know if they believe me, but it's like everywhere. You know what I mean? So that's what's so crazy about the legalization to me. There's fire everywhere. Oh, it's fire. Well, actually, the fire medicine is in Colorado. Like, for real. They're doing it right. <laughs> like, like fire medicine. I love it. <laughs> that's what, uh, we're going to open up shop. Listen, I,
1: we got, we we're going to have a uh, uh, U.S. Senate hopeful, Austin Peterson, calling in here. And uh, he had a, um, a pretty big poll came out. Uh, for some voters Who's soft bump, and, and, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about just one thing that I saw on there in, in, in this polling, um, that that really kind of struck me, and that was um, after comparing all the can, all the candidates, they 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 asked, would you approve a medical marijuana bill on the on the ballot? And now we know that the I, I have to think that this poll was maybe skewed to. Um, I, I know it was a, a poll across many. You know, spectrums and Austin awesome, will be able to to go into that a little bit more, but we know that there's pretty overwhelming support for cannabis legalization. Both sides, and ended. in this particular poll, though, it did not look that way. And I can only think that we are not educating well enough. There are people in rural areas, rural voters, that I think still have a really bad stigma reefer attached. Madness. Yeah, reefer madness, uh, a stigma attached to this medicine, uh, as if it's a you know something bad. And we have to tell these stories. Like Sarah's telling, like our veterans are coming in here and telling, it's important that we we give a human element to why this medicine is needed because it is making real differences in real lives. It's not just people trying to party and have fun. This medicine works for a multitude of people for a multitude of reasons. Blake, what were you saying uh, the last time you were in studio about – uh, the endocannabinoid system and the, and the receptors being uh, a system one of the bigger systems in your body is that
3: yeah the, the you have the endocannabinoid system which imagine a doctor not knowing what a central nervous system is or a pulmonary system it's it's an important system in your body that you should know about the CB one the endocannabinoid receptor one CB one mm-hmm. is in the, is in the brain in the central nervous system in the brain. It's the second densest receptor that you have. Ask a doctor about the endocannabinoid system next time you see them and, and find out what they know. I did, They're, they're and not and they've know a never damn thing. heard of it. They don't know a damn I, thing, and it's the second densest not? receptor in your brain.
2: I asked a doctor, and they, they were like, huh? And I, I was like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my information from the interwebs is wrong and the endocannabinoid system does not exist. In fact, I guess it does. I mean, I don't have any proof, actually, so what is real?
3: So CB1's (laughs) in the brain, and it runs through the the central nervous system. It's also, you have some spots in the gut um, and in some of the organs where you have some CB1 receptors as well, and then you have CB receptor 2, endocanninoid receptor 2, which is in your skin, um, all of your organs throughout the periphery, and both of these work together with uh, your immune system. So when people say, oh, well, you just want to pick, you know, because, you know, you you." You know, you got cancer and you just don't want the nausea. Well, actually, Mm -hmm. it works with your immune system. So when people like Sarah were ingesting it, when your body metabolizes it that way, it reduces inflammation throughout the gut, right? So that allows her to take it in in different ways. So having different receptors all over the body, that's one of the new areas of research is how do different cannabinoids interact with different receptors throughout the body because you have two different major systems that we know about. Yeah. Right. That we know about yeah. them, that we've been able to research that we found. Considering it's as restricted as research has been, there yeah. could be more to it than what we know. A the, whole lot more. The Terp Jungle.
1: There you go. Guys, all right. Here we go. Third time on the show. He's uh we're we're actually cleaning off Steve's seat, so you He's can slide right in here. Trying to take my jacket. Yeah, well I can't wait till Steve's gone and you're the, you're my sidekick here. So we have US Senate candidate for Missouri, Austin Peterson, on line one. We had some big polling this week and also a, a really interesting little op-ed he wrote uh, down in Springfield in the news leader we want to go over. Austin, what's happening, man? Hey!
4: Well, hey, guys. Great to, great to talk to you all. Great to talk to you all. Thanks for having
1: me. Woo! Awesome. Uh, we saw that there was some pretty cool polling information that came out this week, and we're going to get to that. But first off, I want to just something uh, that you did that I thought was... Um, a little different for someone on the on the right side of the spectrum uh, to write an article like this. Um, pretty brave, if I must say so myself. So you wrote an, an article about being agnostic and uh, released it yeah. in my former hometown, which I would call the, the buckle of the Bible belt, Springfield, Missouri. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and why you chose to do that.
4: Yeah, well, um, I think it's important for our politicians to be honest with the electorate what? and not try and fit. Yeah, not try and fake who they are or what they believe. I think transparency is important. I also think that political correctness and political expediency is a thing of the past. It's time for us to elect people who are moral leaders that actually will do what they say they'll do and explain why they believe what they believe. And I just was not – I will never lie to to just get elected. I just want to be honest with people about who I am. And so I decided to write that piece because I think there were, I was getting attacked. Uh, that's how this all began because somebody was attacking me, one of my opponents was attacking me over my uh, belief in, in religion. And um, I just said, well, then it's probably time for me to write a piece talking about, you know, what it means to be an agnostic, why I believe in religious liberty and, and why I am pro life and how, you know, that affects my, my belief system. So, yeah, it's risky, but um, I've, I've decided to be honest with people because I think that we have too many liars, too many people who are willing to use faith as a crutch for their own moral flaws in their character. And I'm not the type of person who says I'm a good person because you know, because of this or that religion. I say I'm a good person because I will, do, I will take seriously my oath to defend our Constitution, our American values, our way of life and that's really what we need we need a we need a good representative not a pastor we need a senator
2: <clears throat> i hear you on that now you mentioned american values uh i always think i, I asked my friends this question uh, as a 34-year-old, like, what does it mean to be an American? I feel like the generations before us, it was very, you know, you knew you were an American and it felt good and we were the good guy and that's what it was. Like As far as, like, American values and just kind of overall what it means to be an American, can you kind of expound on that?
4: Sure, it's really easy. Americanism is individualism. It's a belief in individual liberty. It's a belief that the in, the, the rights of the individual – come before the needs of a nation-state. That means that, and we the reason why we know that the individual is more important than the collective is because in the United States, in the Declaration of Independence, our founding fathers, uh, I won't say they codified it because the Declaration isn't law, but what they express is that we have the right to alter or abolish this form of government. Now that means that if the government becomes hostile to individual liberty, if it, if it becomes hostile, if, it, if the whole sole point of a government is to protect life, liberty, and property, if it fails to do that, well then our individual liberty is more important than the government. Um, so that's what Americanism is. Americanism is not about our government. It's about our people
2: and about our way of life and about individual liberty.
1: Beautiful. Yeah, I think that's pretty succinct. and, and uh...
2: No, I love that. I feel like that's exactly what it kind of should be, but I feel like uh, for the last little bit we have kind of trended in the wrong direction, and that's kind of maybe in my own head. But, it, I mean, it takes people, you know, electing officials that they feel like are going to bring us into a – uh, a newer, you know, it, it, it's the terminology has been thrown around well, so well, much. Let me I mean?
1: tell you uh, a, a little story about something that's happening with me right now yeah. uh, that I'm noticing. Okay, I've I've always been, an ex- uh, I would say, voted extremely conservative, and and done it under the under the guys that uh, these people believed in shrinking the size of government, and then to only to become increasingly frustrated because I haven't had a local true conservative. In the veins of, of, a, of a liberty-leaning Republican like Rand Paul or something like that. It's very frustrating because I, 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 now I'm increasingly seeing more things out of the Republican Party that annoy me just as much as what was happening in the Democratic Party. But what I'm noticing is, is as I'm having these conversations in this hive mind we know as social media, uh, there, I have counterparts that have very similar arguments as me. We agree on 98 percent of things. We're coming to each other's uh, uh, aid in debates. And then I find out that for the last fifteen years they 've voted staunchly to the left, and we 've come to the to back to where we 're supposed to be, which is valuing our individual liberties and realizing that you know an, an all encompassing centrally planned society via government has been ultimately like it keeps the rich richer it keeps the the poor poorer like those things happen because of Breaks in the system because we don't allow the market to. At least this is where where I'm coming from. But I'm noticing people. I have counterparts that believe the same thing. That for the last 15 years we would have been at each other's throats politically. And I think that you kind of married that a little bit, Austin. And I think that it kind of shows up in this new poll that you guys uh, took. Can you can you talk about this poll a little bit?
5: All
4: right. So it's really hard for me to to focus because I'm feeling so lightheaded. Because I I won't lie to you guys. Like you just caught me at the moment when things. The, the tides of this campaign have, have are turning. Uh, the sands are shifting. Um, I'm, my phone is ringing off the hook. The messages are coming in. I mean, just explosive activity on social media and our donations. And we just, not 30 minutes ago, Kyle Kishov, do you all know who that is? He was the Parkland survivor. Yes. Conservative kid. Kyle Kishov endorsed us about 30 minutes ago. Oh, wonderful. And... Yeah, uh, the poll shows it very clearly, guys. Most of the people in the state of Missouri are ABC voters, anybody but Claire. They just want the best candidate who has the best shot. Well, the polls show Austin Peterson is the best shot we have against Claire McCaskill. Not only do I beat Claire McCaskill by a massive lead, 16 points, which is what you'd expect to see in a a state where Trump won by 19 points, I I do better with Claire McCaskill with women than to claim castle with women by 19 points. I do better with young people ages 18 to 29 by 41 points. That is not an accident. That is not an anomaly. Um, and the, there's a margin of error of only three points in this poll, so it's highly accurate. Um, things are changing here in Missouri. People are, are hearing my message. They know what I stand for, uh, they know that uh, I'm sure sight better than Claire. And Holly has so, um, I guess, tarnished himself in the short time he's been in office with the sort of, you know, pandering political moves that he's made. And, you know, whether you agree with Greitens or not or whether you think he should leave or not, you know, his role as chief law enforcement officer of this state should recuse him from making political decisions. So I think people want an outsider like myself, somebody who's. Born, raised, and educated in Missouri, and these polls show it. Um, Unbelievable, the demographics in there, guys. I mean, honestly, I feel like I'm going to fall over. I'm going to go drink a beer later, but I'm kind of scared that if I do, I'm going to, like, you know, pass out in the street from one beer because I'm just so excited.
1: Well, the numbers—the numbers definitely show you um, w- when they compare Holly to McCaskill. Even Holly's uh, uh, showing a lead now. Those numbers, kind of by the different demographics, are certainly uh, uh, shrunk there. But uh, what what is the the plus or minus uh, on this poll as far as you know how accurate it might be? Three three percent, three points. Yeah. Here's the thing: anybody could do this this same poll. You'll get the same results.
4: It was a, it was commissioned by commissioned by our campaign. But it was, it was produced from an independent, nonpartisan polling firm. There's no reason for us to create a fake poll. We don't want fake data because that doesn't help us. We want good data. Fake news. So that we can know where, yeah, <laughs> we, we want to know where, yeah, we want to know where we stand because that's important to us. And um, so now when we see these numbers, I mean, three points margin of error, if I'm beating her by 16 points, think about this, guys. She's not going to be able to close that gap with me. She'll be able to do it a little bit, but she won't have the time. She's been planning a fight with Josh Hawley. And if all of a sudden the opponent in front of her collapses, well, I've got armies on her flanks ready to move in for the kill. Um, the Democrats don't want to run against me. They, they've got all their super PACs and everything aimed at Josh Hawley. If they've got to move their guns and their artillery and their mortars, they're they're done. They're done. AP's the guy to go with. Um a nice, clean, young Republican who's ready to, you know, kick ass, take names, defend the Constitution, be politically incorrect when it's necessary, support the president when it's necessary, and uh, just, you know, do things differently. You know, we need to change.
1: Hot take. (laughs) That was the reason I asked about the three points is because it it would appear when when you uh, compare your numbers straight across to his, it's about a six point difference in your favor. So even that even adds to your favor even even more, um, you know. Versus like if the three points uh, matching him up to Claire, that makes that race a lot closer. But you're you're giving six.
4: (laughs) Oh yeah, and here and and uh, the interesting thing about the young people there, the eighteen to twenty nine year olds, if you think about it. It, well if you look at the numbers, Josh Hawley gets about the same percentage as Claire McCaskill, but I blow them both away—forty-one points over McCaskill. So young people are tuned in; they're paying attention; they're excited about this. If you want to have a Republican who can get those votes from away from Columbia on the camp, on the college campuses in Springfield and St. Louis and Kansas City, I, the, the numbers show I take votes away from Claire. I take votes away from Claire. Josh Hawley doesn't take away votes from Claire, but people cross over from the other party to vote for me. That's what we were talking about earlier, guys. There's so much more in common that we have with regular Americans that just want a government that represents them, that isn't about R, D, L, G, whatever. It's about our, our freedom.
3: Well, Austin, Blake Bell here from Project for 22 Foundation. Been a fan of mm-hmm. yours since you came out and talked in Kansas City last year um, as the campaign was really getting started. Um, one of the questions I have for you, let's say that we have a, uh, a local teamster, a union guy here, <laughs> and uh, he just is just up Claire's butt, and he says, you know what, that's my girl, I'm sticking with her. What's something you would say to him that says, you know, maybe you should give Austin a chance instead of sticking with the, uh, the status quo? What
4: well, that's you a really good question. You? That's a good question, and you're you're sort of asking me a tactical question rather than a principled one, so let me answer how, how tactically I would approach someone like that. First thing that I would do is see if they're willing to meet, if they're willing to have an honest discussion. I have to ask myself or ask them you know, to determine whether or not they, are, they are, would make an honest decision either way. If I feel like they are winnable, then I'll start asking them questions, because being a representative, you know what I've learned, guys? It, it's better to to be a listener a good listener so i want to determine you know what are the issues that this person cares about now the liberty message that i bring is broadly appealing uh and it's quite possible that he has a special interest in um in having more liberty in one realm or another uh, you know, I. Um, you know, you brought him up as a union person, but not everybody is just a label. You know, just a union guy or what have you. There's probably a lot of issues that he agrees with my platform on. So well, after I chat, after I talk to him for about ten or fifteen minutes, I'll find out what it is and and show him what I think would be, um, you know, helpful to. To understand why I'd be a better candidate, but that would be situational.
0: Uh, no, it's not
3: situational. <laughs> <laughs> he's here. He's here. One of our board members, oh, his, his name's Charlie. I've, I've never considered a difference in politics a reason to not be a friend with somebody. So we we don't right. always see oh, that okay. eye, but. I was asking him. I said, "You know, Charlie, what is it that would make you not vote for Claire?" So I'm, I'm sure he has some hot button issues. I just want to give him a chance to to ask you, and maybe oh. I could flip him. So next time we have beers together, we're talking about how cool Austin is instead of how bad <laughs> oh, Claire is. Oh, I already think that, I already think <laughs> yeah. Austin's cool. I I agree
0: with a lot of his nice. platforms. My only questions, and that what really forces well, labor in this state, has been this mm-hmm. right to work. I know.
4: Okay, I come from a I come from a union family. Uh, my grandfather was the electroplater union during the war. Okay, uh, my dad was my dad was a union organizer at Western Electric. He's a troublemaker. I come from a family of <laughs> badass, you know, leather jacketed, wearing blue collar people. So I believe in your right yeah. to unionize. Yeah, okay. I absolutely believe you have a right to assembly in union. The reason why I can't, uh, why I have to support right to work, is because you just lied. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I, know, just I know. I'm just teasing.
6: Don't go ahead. No, it's okay.
4: The re, no, the reason why I have to support that is because as someone who believes in individual liberty, I don't believe anybody should be forced to join a union in order to work. I think that unions provide a really important role. They do training. You know, how do you become a longshoreman? How do you become a crane operator? I don't even. Disagree you got go to you gotta go to. Got to go to union.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't,
7: I don't disagree with that,
0: but if you don't want to pay union dues, why should the people yeah. that are paying the union dues have to support you, if you understand what well, I'm I think
4: saying? The, I, th- I think the unions are going to have to be just like a business. They're going to have to be competitive. They're going to have to offer incentives that are so attractive that you want to join the union. You can't force people to join. It's just like anything else. It's a voluntary society. So, in order for I, I know that I'd probably get more votes, but I got to be honest because I think it's important. People should have the right to work. They should have freedom to choose. But the unions have to have competition. They've got to sure have to step do. up and say we're going to offer. We've got to offer better benefits, and then people will want to join the union. Doesn't that make sense?
0: No, because when we join a union, <laughs> when you join okay. a union, you go to work for a union yeah. shop. You're explained mm-hmm. all your benefits. You're explained mm-hmm. what your dues are. You know everything that's going on coming in. Then, even if you work there a year and you don't agree with it, quit your job. Get something that you do agree with. People that have sure. this union job. I've been a union member now for 25 years. And those 25 mm-hmm. years, I have seen people jobs saved. I've seen them lost. But mm-hmm. they've lost them themselves. And mm-hmm. the union has done everything to support each and every one of them.
4: I each agree, year- yeah. I, I, I can't disagree with you on the human aspect there. Like I said, I see a lot of the good that unions do, and um, I, I know that Missouri is uh, Missouri has got a lot of blue collar Democrats, especially, and a lot of them voted for Donald. A lot of them voted for Donald Trump. Unfortunately, um, and, you, you know, are um, correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I want to make America great again too. I mean, the reason why the economy is booming is because he's cut regulations and he's cut taxes. You know, but now when the taxes need to didn't
0: trickle down like he said they would.
4: Eh, it depends on who you ask. I've been no. all over the state of Missouri, and I meet a lot of people who got the bonuses and who have been benefited from it. So, well, he, my man, Austin, my
1: man, I, I think I, I think that you know, could come to St. Louis and have a conversation yeah. with Chuck here, and, and it would it'd be a that. lot easier yeah. to do it over, t- over yeah. a couple of beers and, and 15 minutes. But we also have uh, Commander Tom Mundell in here. I don't want to take right. up too much of your time. We do have a few more questions. We have Commander Tom Mundell okay. in here. He's very involved with Veterans Affairs, and he wants to ask you a question about okay. our
5: veterans.
4: Sure. Yeah, please.
5: Yes, uh, as the past state commander for the Veterans of Foreign Wars and uh, chairman of MAVO, the Missouri Association of Veteran Organizations, we've had really good support from um, the legislators in in the state of Missouri. I can't fault any of them uh, for not supporting us, and they've really come online. And um, I, I, I like what you just said. It meant a lot for me to hear what you just said about a person having the right Uh, to choose um, yes or no without being uh, persecuted for that. And I agree with that because a lot of uh, people have died for them to have that privilege. But what I'd like for you to do is um, I'd like to offer you an opportunity to to speak uh, to a much larger group that – You've mentioned women and kids and all this and young people, but we 've got over four hundred and fifty thousand veterans in the state of missouri over ninety four percent of them are registered voters, and one hundred percent of them will will qualify for medical cannabis in the state of Missouri um, one way or the other and they definitely need this. Yes. and i I want to know um, where you stand on the medical cannabis issue, and if you would be willing to uh, speak um at um, a VFW post here in Missouri um, mm-hmm. and on, a, on a public forum.
4: Sure. It, it would be my absolute pleasure to address our nation's military and our veterans. Um, I, ha- I would happily do that. Let's, let's set that up, of course. Make sure you guys send the contact info over to Jeff or Heather. We'll do it. Um, and where, you asked about medical cannabis. I am 100% in support of medical cannabis. At a federal level, I will absolutely protect the rights of the states to make these decisions. And I would like to go a little further and say that I will also protect the gun rights of any medical cannabis holder in the entire country. I will defend, preserve, protect the Second Amendment from any intrusions that the federal government tries to make against medical cannabis holders. I don't give a damn what people say or think. You want, to, you want to have the right to own a gun, you have a right to own a gun, and it cannot be taken away from you without due process. So, yes, I support medical cannabis, and I defend the Second Amendment.
5: I agree with you 100%, and um, we'll try to set this up for you. I'm, I'm excited to we we be supportive. We will definitely get this set up for Thank you. Thank you. Austin, do you have just a couple more minutes for us
1: because it's your third time, and we want to do something a little more fun, a little, a little light. I, I like how much you resonate with our fans when you show the human side. Can we put you in the hot seat?
4: Okay, let's hear it. All right. All we right. We're yeah, doing three,
1: it. Three questions from each of us. Uh, we're going to start out right. with Steve.
2: Uh, the guy you who has the best question. Um, all right. There's an Animal <laughs> Royal Rumble in a giant coliseum. What animal comes out on top? Let me caveat. There's a small patch of water in there. We had to go through that last week. Animal <laughs> Royal Rumble. Who wins? Porcupine. Nice. Oh, the libertarian symbol. Nice. <laughs> all right. You can quantum leap into any time period and any point in history of the future. Where do you go?
4: Uh, World War II, uh, ni- 19, uh, 1940.
2: Love it. Um, okay. You got one person throughout all of history. You got to punch him in the face. You have to.
0: Now, wait a minute. Don't let him do me on him. Who gets it besides no. Charlie, the union guy? Who
2: gets it?
4: Mm, sorry I refuse I, I refuse violence to initiate force. Okay. okay. Well so,
2: someone well, has some, a gun something to near someone something to near and dear. yeah it's, it's yeah. a matter of it's a matter of
4: self protection. <laughs> like, you
2: can punch me <laughs> it'll be
4: like fucking uh, cool. <laughs> No no no. Okay. no okay only in self only in self defense. Great yeah I'm coming at Who you. Bro. Got. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in in this uh, in this strange world, Bernie Sanders is coming at me with a knife. <laughs> that was my answer. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad you got that out of him. That was wow. my The millionaires
8: no,
3: no. and the trillionaires are trying to push me in the face. Which house is Bernie Sanders coming from? <laughs> oh my you, goodness,
1: that's <laughs> great. All right, Austin. Your favorite fictional character across all media spectrums. What's your favorite fictional character of all time? Ooh, Ah, uh, Han Solo. Okay, big movie coming Ooh. out this weekend, plugging it, no big deal. Uh, movie that's made you cry or makes you cry?
4: Uh, Shawshank Redemption.
1: That's a good one. All right. Go-to album you can listen to front to back, anytime, anywhere. The Blonde, 40 Ounce of Freedom. Oh, my God. All right, Austin, I
8: got a few more for you. I already know the answer to this because I've heard you talk about it before, but uh, does pineapple go on pizza? Hell no,
4: that's a crime. That's what I'm talking Oh, about. <laughs>
8: All right. Well, first, cele- first celebrity crush. Ooh,
4: uh, Alyssa Milano.
9: Nice. Okay. All right. All right. Yes,
8: yes. All right, Austin. That song that you don't admit you like, you listen to it by yourself and you sing along, but when your friends walk in, you you pretend you don't know it. It's your guilty pleasure song. What is it?
4: I feel pretty. What's that story? Yeah. There you go.
8: <laughs> Good answers wow. tonight. We got some great answers. And hey, one more. Uh, why did you put a hex on the Cardinals to make them lose that series to the Royals right. last week? Don't appreciate it. Listen, I'm sorry. I always
4: replay Cardinals, but only when they're not playing the Royals. There we go. All right.
8: Good Austin,
1: uh, some parting words here. What can people do to help you out? Uh, we got a lot of momentum here. How can we build on that?
4: Absolutely. I'm pro life, pro liberty, and pro constitution. If you want to help me win on August 7th, you go to austinforsenate.com. That's com. Volunteer, donate, uh, buy some merchandise. Hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at ap for
1: liberty Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate you, Austin. Thanks. Thank you. See you. Austin Pearson, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Wow, that was a good interview. Is it, me- is it bad that I vote for him just simply because of the 40 Honest to Freedom?
1: <laughs> uh, <thanks. laughs> I, he was bad? actually, that was the whole deal. He that's was buying goal. Steve's vote with I, that album right there. Solid. I voted. Oh.
8: After the Royals won that series, Andy said no pineapple on pizza. I'm just oh, it's, it's hard. You're oh. on the, you're on the, <laughs> I'm on the fence again. I, I
1: voted for Bush. <laughs> three it's times the
8: little
2: things because of the Will Ferrell impersonation. So, <laughs> three times. I'm not good. Yeah, don't. He, wrote him, talk about it. he, he wrote, wrote him
8: back, in. He wrote back. got back in line. He wrote let's him in the 3rd talk about
2: <laughs> it. I know Alyssa Milano. Ooh, mm. Mamacita. Wow. All right, we're gonna get, we're gonna go to another break here, and I'm gonna lead us there. Is that right? And Seth? then when we come yeah, back, go we've got
1: another uh, calling in. Right? We got a oh,
2: oh, uh, buddy of mine I served in Iraq with, who is now a
1: musician.
8: I cannot
2: wait, I cannot wait for this. I'm yeah, gonna, he's gonna tell excited.
8: us about his uh, his travels uh, touring the country with his music. Uh, it's how he's been dealing with you know coming back and, and readapting to uh, I guess we call it civilian life and. Um, man we got some stories uh i don't think we can get them all in we'd have to have this show on till this let's time tomorrow it. really but let's uh, do it andrew wiscom <laughs> will be joining us at seven forty. plus i think we got time for the streaming picks as well uh so on the other side of the break we'll do all of uh what i just said wgnu who's a sophisticated we'll be right back <laughs> former chief fbi negotiator gary nesner
3: we did get 35 people out including 21 children but the ill-timed and uh Often inappropriate tactical initiatives were a
4: real obstacle to, to achieving the ultimate success we wanted. I came back a day or two before the tear gas insertion on April 19th of 93 and was told by my boss that uh, I was either going to be sent back to Waco or that they were going to be putting in tear gas. And the next day he called me up and said, don't come into work. Just go to the FBI headquarters to the command post. They're going to put in tear gas.
2: Who's your sophisticate? Friday
10: from 6 to 8 p.m. on WGNU.
1: Hi, I'm Jay Ashcroft. Here at the Secretary of State's office, we take the integrity of our elections seriously. Missourians agreed and passed Constitutional Amendment 6. Missouri's new photo ID law is now in effect. Have questions about the new voter ID law or need to register to vote? We're here to help. Visit showittovote.com or call 866-868-3245. Remember, if you're registered to vote, you
10: can vote. Sponsored by the Missouri Secretary of State's office. Hey there, sophisticated Hoosiers. Have you been to our website? Visit HoosierSophisticate.com and listen to our uncensored podcast. Share some laughs with us. Send us fan mail so we can feel warm and special. Buy our merchandise so that we can eat. Wear your Hoosier Sophisticate t-shirt at social gatherings and let the women approach you. Wear it around the office and get that big promotion instead of Ted. That's right. Screw Ted. Ted Ted sucks. That's HoosierSophisticate.com.
7: Every year, millions of Americans use opioids to manage pain. Pain can be unrelenting, overwhelming, and all-consuming. So why do so many of us try to manage pain only from the palm of our hands? Doctor-prescribed opioids are appropriate in some cases, but they just mask the pain. And reliance on opioids has led to the worst drug crisis in American history. That's why the CDC recommends safer alternatives like physical therapy, to manage pain. Physical therapists treat pain through movement, hands-on care, and patient education. No warning labels required. And by increasing physical activity, you can also reduce your risk of other chronic diseases. Pain is personal, but treating pain takes teamwork. When it comes to your health, you have a choice. Choose more movement and better health. Choose physical therapy. Visit moveforwardpt.com to find a physical therapist in your area. This message is brought to you by the American Physical Therapy Association.
10: Keeping you up to date with the latest market news and tips on how to invest your money, Dan Celia brings you financial issues. Twelve
2: seventy five is where gold is, and silver is at sixteen seventy two. That's also up. That's up a half of 1%. Silver always tends to be more volatile than gold. It's just amazing. The markets are all in positive territory. The Dow's up 26 right now.
10: Invest some time and listen to Financial Issues with Dan Celia, Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. here on WGNU. You worked hard for your money. Make your money work hard for you. Financial advice you can understand on The Dave Ramsey Show. What is the definition of
4: a millionaire? Well, the definition of a millionaire is someone with a million dollar, a one million dollar or greater net worth. Net worth is defined as what you own minus what you owe. If you sold everything off, paid all your debts, would there be a million dollars or more in a pile? What you own minus what you owe, your assets minus your liabilities. When that equals a million dollars, you're a
10: millionaire.
2: The Dave Ramsey Show, weekdays at 1 p.m. right here on
10: WGN you in Africa five-year-old true has no choice she and millions like her must walk miles every day for dirty water but together we can end their walk by providing clean
2: water close by instead of spending hours walking to get water that makes them sick girls can be in a classroom that expands their minds and moms will gain back
10: time to care for their families Sons and daughters can grow up strong, finally free of sicknesses caused by dirty water. At World Vision, care about clean water runs deep. Deep enough to reach one new person with clean water every
2: 10 seconds. Because every child, every person, everywhere, deserves clean water
10: and the chance to rise to their full potential. It's true. When you just add water, you change a life. Learn more at worldvision.org.
3: This is St. Louis Baseball Weekly. You
10: said everything will be all well in a few days. And what level of concern should Cardinal fans have regarding your
4: album? I mean, if you're concerned whether I make 30 or 31 starts, then be very concerned if you're concerned whether I'm going to make 30 or 10, then not.
7: St.
3: Louis Baseball Weekly with Brian Stoll, every Friday at noon, right here on WGNU, 920 AM.
2: I find that commercial a tad insulting to my intelligence, you know, the one, here's your brain. I've seen a lot of things on drugs, but I have never, ever, ever looked at an egg and thought it was a brain, not once. I have seen UFOs split the sky like a sheet, but I have never looked at an egg and thought it was f***ing brain, not once. I have had seven balls of light come off of a UFO, lead me onto their ship, explain to me telepathically that we are all one and there's no such thing as death. But I've never looked at an egg and thought it was brain.
1: The marvelous Bill Hicks bringing us back from break. Love it, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Hoosier Sophisticate. Uh, we've got a whole slew of people in here today—veterans, great heroes of, our, of this fine country of ours—all on the cannabis front, uh, letting the world know that this is medicine. This is affecting people in a positive way, and we need to educate the masses of what this is doing for people. Go on YouTube. Just uh, search YouTube. Search seizures and CBD oil. And there will be a slew of videos hey, that, that come Hey, that new supplement? Of children. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We don't have a whole ton of time. <laughs> but, Blake, this is something I want to bring up to you because as much as I love that it's coming into full consciousness and there's all these different people from all these different walks of life that are now becoming aware of CBDs, I'm afraid, it, you know, when as it becomes more commercialized and it's not coming out of these medical dispensaries or these, these rec uh, stores – I'm I'm afraid of what's out there. So as far as like if you're going into a, I don't know a Walgreens or a, a you know a, a supplement store w- are these people getting effective CBD medicine or is it all kind of a, a, a snake oil at this point? You you got both. Okay. There's there's a lot of both. Um
3: there's a lot of these companies that they'll they'll get some CBD isolate from China that was uh taken off of hemp plants, but a lot the problem with that is that Marijuana or hemp, the cannabis plant, is very good at absorbing heavy metals, toxins, yeah. radioactive waste. It cleans the dirt. It cleans the dirt. Yeah. Hemp is is one of those things which is actually coming from North County. I'm sure you've heard of Coldwater Creek. No, you Well know, that just ran through where all my friends played. Nothing above life. forty.
1: Uh, I have
3: friends West Westlake like Landfill, Francisville yeah, yeah, North. Francisville North. There. There's that huge, and they have
1: like it's a stone, it's a rock mountain. They have it's serious disease. like autoimmune issues. Yeah, and like, and they're they're like crazy symptoms. I have friends that are trying oh, yeah. to heal this, and I mean, I am seeing it first person. People that are my age that can barely move around because of these crazy different, and and they attribute it. They they say it has to be where we grew up. It has oh, to yeah. be, you know, in that Coldwater Creek area. So so, so the problem is, is in China they use hemp a lot
3: to absorb nasty stuff out of the ground. So if that's where you're sourcing your materials from, just to get it at a cheaper price. You're not getting good stuff. Or, you know, there's a lot of companies out there that just jump into the latest fad. They don't know anything about it. They don't care anything about it. They just want to make as much money, get in, get out as fast as they can. And, they're, you know, you're, you don't know what the products are. You're not doing what you're getting. There are reputable dealers out there. But you've got to look around and make sure that they're, they've got certificates of authenticity. It's being grown in the U.S. Um, it's an illegal hemp state that's following the 2014 Farm Bill. What's the difference
2: between CBD from hemp and CBD from cannabis, anything?
3: CBD is CBD. The difference is is if you're getting a full extract from hemp without THC, you're getting other cannabinoids mixed in with it. Okay. But CBD is CBD no matter – I mean you could genetically produce CBD. It's very expensive. That's why you wouldn't do it. It's easier to just grow a plant and extract it. But CBD is CBD, whether it's on the – Cannabidiol. Cannabidiol. Yeah. Cannabidiol is C B D. So what what is that? Well, if me and you rolled up a joint in here and, and we smoked it, the psychoactive effects in our brain would be the THC affecting us, right? That's where we get the, the THC mimics the nandemine, which is the bliss molecule in your yeah. brain, it makes you feel really happy. That's why we call it fire. It makes yeah, me happy. So it's awesome, baby. Right? But what, what what effect is C B D having? C B D is the relaxation, the anti-anxiety, the anti-inflammation. But we actually sleep. have a patent, U.S. patent 663507, is a patent on cannabinoids as a uh, neuroprotectant and
5: antioxidant.
3: Isn't that weird? Isn't that crazy? <clears throat> That's but, weird. But CBD
5: definitely needs THC as an activator for it to be full medicinal uh, capability. We tested nine different products here in Missouri. Nine different products, CBD, and not one of them had CBD in them. You're kidding me. Yeah, there's, there's some nasty. I mean,
3: you'll find stuff in the in the local, you know, gas station. 100 percent. Right. S- See, and just... that's
1: and that's that's. A, I think that's a, a fear of a lot of people, and I think that that's something that regulation is going to help. Right it will. Uh, now, We're you guys right have been out to Colorado, and they have this, this this medicine labeled right, and you right. know exactly the percentages of everything that you're getting in there, the well, terpenes and well, everything else. In, well,
3: in, actually, in the, in the it? recreational. It'll be bigger here recreationally they have that medically they don't have that in Colorado, which would be really surprising there's um is do they have a rule against that no. they They created a rule where they need to lab test it, but the problem was is you had a lot of people that were fighting against it because they didn't want more money it didn't Beans they didn't want fed. more cost in uh, research and, and development and producing it and you know testing all of their all of their stuff to make sure it's clean
8: all right we're gonna to go to the phone lines now and talk to soldier sniper leader of men father friend awesome person in general and musician of course andrew Wiscomb. buddy how are you doing hey hey what's up oh, how you doing man it's good to hear your voice yeah awesome uh so we've met before right uh, yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we had some uh, we had some air guitar competitions that went on for hours uh, at a time in a tent in Iraq because that's how boring it is. But man, did yeah. we rock it!
6: If you find a hole in one of the styrofoam sides of the tent, the the, the insulated part that is from me and Seth kicking a hole in it, listening to Pearl mm-hmm. Jam. Oh yeah. <laughs> don't call me daughter
8: now that oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it, it was a launch upon a time <laughs> so uh uh tell us what, what do you got going
6: on lately oh man I'm finishing up in the studio um almost done new album out uh, towards mid to the end of this summer so what kind that's of mu- kind of the big thing right now what kind of music you play um mostly new wave you know just strictly new
9: wave <laughs> um, got a gangster rap and
1: me this what this world's missing is a, is a good new wave movement right now yeah, i've you
6: know I, I pretty much just rip off Wingo boingo boingo and everything i do um, <laughs> you no know, it's a uh, it's that's the it's, path it's, to the top. Uh, well i was gonna you know, i was gonna
2: ask you who your musical influences are so now i can get past that question as uh,
6: you know. uh, obviously you're gonna go Brad, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 uh, answer,
8: answer that question honestly though uh, when you talk about musical influence uh, you know
6: what i am so varied because uh always love punk rock always love classic rock um Probably that comes out in my music more. Uh, I'm a big Bob Dylan fan. I'm a big John Prine fan. Yeah. Um, those kinds. Just great so. songwriters.
2: Oh, Prine is the man. If you haven't looked up John Prine, I know a lot of people probably haven't heard of him, like, because I hadn't until a couple of years ago. Oh, he's great.
1: Oh, just some some beautiful, beautiful music. Some of the best lyrics. I mean, I think he's one of the best lyricists out there.
6: All right. Yeah, I do, too. And I, I'm i pretty lyrically heavy. That's what I try to focus on. and you know john frank play three chords same three chords on every song but they're different cuz the lyrics are awesome
8: right on I mean, if you're only going to use three chords and put out nine or ten albums, you'd be like Green Day or something. I don't know. They've been yeah, no, they've been no, no. going I, on they've I been going at it too. with those three chords forever, man. I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. The lonely road to walk. <laughs> I feel a little uh, I, feel, I feel a little weird asking this question because I was there with you, but uh, tell tell uh, the listening audience about your time um, adjusting back to civilian life and how your music kind of played a part in that.
6: Yeah. So. Um You know, I think the tour wasn't the, uh, we had a pretty good tour compared to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pretty safe overall, but you know, just intense, intense pressure, I guess, you know, quite a bit um, that nobody really talks about. And then you come home and it's like, hey, go go be normal, child. And so, and that's kind of, that was a struggle for me to, to turn down and to feel like I don't always have to be Um, amped up all the time and I still struggle with that a little bit but music has been my my big therapy to to let down and to release some of those emotions that you have you know like Seth you know that I had a son born when we were over there that I had never seen and it was my first kid and you kind of wonder some days like man am I going to make a home to see him and you just you kind of just write music and let all those emotions out that are caught in your body, and that's really what I've been focusing my music on. So,
8: yeah, and you're refer- you're referring to uh, Zeke, your son, correct? Yes, awesome. who yeah. yeah. nine now, dude. Oh wow! Oh my god! It, it has, <laughs> it'll be ten years this October since we got on the plane. Wow, yeah, that's crazy it, to think it's, about.
6: That's super crazy.
8: Yeah. So, uh, and he was born. It was only about what a month
6: or
2: two into our
8: deployment,
6: correct? Yeah, just a little bit over a month. Yeah,
2: so you uh, so you're old buddies with Seth, obviously, and we're we're I, I've known Seth for a couple of years now. Don't I, tell him anything, okay? Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say, you, what, what's a good Seth story we got? I know there's probably so many, but uh, well, probably maybe the most embarrassing one is probably what some that's a, probably a where we should start off anyway.
6: Well, I, I think if I incriminate him, I'd have to incriminate myself. <laughs> oh, that's fair. So.
8: I did tell I did tell him the flare story. Remember the time I shot the flare on the road? I was ordered to Well, no, no, I was ordered to get the van to get away from us and I did that. That's what I did. So, I used a pop yeah. flare and uh it didn't yeah, you know, I think everybody was okay.
9: <laughs>
8: <laughs> we didn't go back and check on anyone, but I'm sure they were fine.
2: Yeah, he's got a song. Uh, I'm looking on iTunes. It's called a Flare Van. Is that <laughs> anything? To do? Oh wow!
6: Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, well, we, we hope they're okay. That's you know that's the best we can do. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts <laughs> yeah, and prayers for sure. <laughs> yes, yes, we're good at that as a country. Thoughts so, and a- prayers. Andrew, uh, do you,
1: do you have uh, any touring coming up? Are you playing out live here anytime soon?
6: Yeah, yeah, I've got a bunch coming up next month, and then towards the end of the summer-August time frame, um, I'm going to be hitting uh, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, a bunch, probably Missouri, actually, too, but I'm, it's still in the works, so, but yeah, we're hitting that out in support of the new album, and I say we, I mean me, so, but, uh, yeah, so. What, where, we'll do be you, where do you live? I didn't get
1: that from, from Seth. Where, where are you based out of? Where's
6: your hometown? I live i live in the beautiful state of utah um oh, i live i live up around park city so oh, not nice. where all the ritzy yuppies live but i live out in the country he was kicked out of where that my, area where, <laughs> yeah, where my kindred <laughs> folk live you know, you're, so. talk, you're
1: talking all the hoosiers in st louis yeah, man, hoosiers
6: so. Of Michigan,
1: <laughs> <brother>.
6: <laughs> yeah so it's uh yeah it's great out here we we, uh, you know, got quite a bit of land around us, and the kids run around in their underwear and stuff, so it's good.
2: Now, I I, uh, I was uh, familiar with a group in St. Louis a little bit back, and we'll give them a shout out. It's called Six String Heroes, um, and it was a group that had other veterans that they you could donate some guitars, uh, and then they would have these classes where they would uh, get together and jam out. And I was like, man, that is so cool! Like, did you play guitar? always or is it something you picked up uh, afterwards
6: no i uh you know i've i've been playing for over 20 years um and i started out a punk rocker you know in punk rock bands in high school and junior high and stuff um and then i uh kind of got back to my roots a little bit and i've been since i got back i did take a guitar over to iraq too but i uh, didn't play too much but uh, since i've been back i've been jamming quite a bit so and i've been playing different styles and things you know i finally picked up finger picking pretty well and you know hey no one likes a bragger a okay buddy because i
2: i do <laughs> yeah, know, you know three chords you know.
6: okay buddy but i'm a terrible <laughs> lyricist <laughs> <laughs> no i uh, this is about the only thing that i think i can toot my own horn in because uh, I think I'm pretty much a terrible father and friend and <laughs> you know, So I have to give credit where credit's due.
1: <laughs> you fit awesome. in just well it's around here. Thing.
6: I built you up so much yeah. in your introduction.
1: And he's, he's <laughs> living on, right up
6: there. You, you know, who I am. Really you, know you know me, Seth.
7: Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> now um
8: I, I'd hate to uh, uh, uh well, you know, I I, I I'm not gonna say it. I'd love to bring it up, but um our buddy Jason, it's Memorial Day uh Monday. Um He's somebody we lost. Uh, He was one of the 22 that day uh, veterans that took his own life. And, you know, I talk about him all the time, and I I love the guy. I still remember the talks we would have. Um, I remember in Iraq, it was really hot out, and he's staying outside with a cup of coffee and a cigarette. I'm like, how do you do that? It's so hot out. And he goes... (laughs) I like cigarettes and I like coffee. <laughs> so if you could just kind of validate uh, all the all the things I've said about him, you know, just bragging about him and how cool he was, uh you, yeah. you know, get a second voice here.
6: You know, he was like if Bruce Springsteen and John Wayne mated and had a kid.
9: Wow. <laughs> oh
1: wow. We got the
6: Duke and the boss <laughs> yeah. getting down. Uh, be,
8: it's art at that he point. He had that <laughs> He had that Jersey attitude, That he was, was ever such a, a renegade. Oh, yeah, but, uh, he grew yeah. up in Jersey.
6: Yeah, he did. So he's, you know, I, 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 I think about him every day. The guy was just about as good as they come. He was probably the funniest human being I've ever met in my life. Um, just made everyone laugh. But, you know, just goes to show that sometimes people aren't always um, showing how they feel on the outside. So... Um, you know, I think we all got to look out for each other and do the best we can to to help each other out because it's uh, it's not an easy thing. Whether combat PTSD or not, uh, just life in general can just smack you right in the face. So I think it's good to look out for each other. And He was good at that. He was good at that. He just uh, it's too much.
1: So we've got we've got four decorated veterans in this in this room. That are nodding their heads in agreement. You're you're absolutely resonant. Your voice resonates with, I mean, Tom said there's over 400,000
5: here in the state of Missouri alone. How many across the country? 28 million across the country that's alive. We've got about 460,000 in Missouri.
1: Wow. Wow. I mean, and, and your voice yeah. resonates out there with somebody, man, and, and, and we sure. haven't even made yeah. mention of it today, but it is Memorial Day weekend, and it's something yeah. that we need to keep in mind when we get to uh, sit at home in the comfort of our own homes and watch our kids play in the backyard, or, uh, you know, the charcoals, two for seven ninety eight, and everybody's barbecuing and partying, but man, take, take, a, take a second and remember why we're taking the day off, and, you know, thank a veteran, but it's not about the veterans, it's actually about, it's about the... It's about the veterans that lost their buddies, you know. I mean, the, 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 so we got to make it a point to uh, remember the ones that uh, made the great sacrifice for us, and I hope everyone keeps that in mind this weekend. Thank you.
8: All right. Wiscom, uh, we don't have a whole lot of time left, but um, please tell us how can we
6: hear your music. If you go to com, you can quickly be forwarded to a number of different ways to hear music. I'm on iTunes, Spotify, all that junk, so... Um, yeah, so you can find me just about anywhere, but if you go to that website, andrewiscom.com, or find me on Facebook, you can find lots of stuff there, too. So I
1: just found him on iTunes. I'm there.
6: There right,
1: he's, also, he's also on uh, Twitter as at Boingo Boingo. Yeah, yeah,
6: that is correct. It's actually at Dan, Danny Elfman. So, <laughs> Beautiful. Be Beautiful. at Danny Elfman. All right. <laughs> That'll awesome. That'll
8: uh, A favorite quote of yours off the top of your head before you let uh, we let you go that you can leave us with?
6: Um, let's see. You're oh, live for Wiscom. Well, <laughs> I'm well, sorry, that's I threw I on the spot there. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. You know, my grandpa always says life is a crap sandwich, and every day you take a bite. I, I love that it <laughs> Hey,
2: does he want to hit us with a thing he loves before we get? We love oh him? yeah, we
6: do
8: a segment on the show called Things We Love, and like Craig says, we know you love your family, your kids, and everything. But what are those little things you love? Yo
9: of ice cream cone uh,
6: things I love well Bonanza the TV show and X-Files that's
9: great that's
8: awesome alright uh, we're going to let you go Come have a good power. Memorial Day weekend and uh, we're going to listen to your music and rock out and uh, appreciate you calling in and um, I'll get a hold of you soon we got some talking and some catching up to do buddy yeah
6: Yeah. peace and love boys we'll
8: talk to you later Thank Thank you. So
2: peace and love awesome man I can't believe you're friends with that guy He's great. I know. He's so nice. It's like I'm yeah. seeing
8: a theme here. I can't believe your I... friends are remarkable. <laughs> I'm a less than reputable character, but I hang out with a lot of good guys, so I'm um, I'm uh, not guilty by association. I guess is the uh, term. You never want to be the sense? smartest
1: guy in the room. That's why you chose me, Seth. Um, yeah. I get it. I get it. That's I why chose... got all these guys in here. Hey, can...
2: okay. So he talking. We were talking a little bit about what Memorial did. De- Day really means I would like to hear Maybe from some of you guys What it, what does it mean Roman you want to get on On the hot mic here And kind of Tell hot us what Mike. What it means What does it mean
11: Well I mean To me What it means Is I personally I didn't lose Any friends uh, Luckily overseas When I was there um, It wasn't a cakewalk It wasn't fun um, But a lot of people Tend to want to thank The veterans That are still alive And I appreciate that But we already have a day It's Veterans Day. You guys um, get one day. Yeah, we have one day. We yeah, have one day. We've had parades and stuff. We got treated a lot better than some of the other veterans in past wars. 10% They're off at bad. Arby's. Right, you know, 10% off at a lot of places, you know. What do you guys a lot of places. About? You know, that takes make. care of taxes, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it's more or less, you got to remember those people that have fought just so you can drink that cold beer and, you know, yeah. you can barbecue with your family and your friends. Um,
2: How can we do that, though, like as a civilian? Because I'm a, I think when people say, "Hey, thanks for your service," it almost is like I'm almost like, "Shut up!" I'm giving the the hand motion right now. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, that's what it kind of. But I, I can't let you describe that on the. Internet. I know I was going to. We got literally. the uncensored podcast episode three coming up here. Yeah, we do. But how can like uh, you know, as a civilian, how, how can I make it? I mean, there's know, tons real. of.
11: There's tons of foundations out there to probably help support some of the families that have right lost, you know, mothers, right on. Uh, children. Yeah, folds, um, of honor, exactly. folds of Honor, exactly, and that's is one of, of them. them. Um, there's probably a lot more.
3: Tom? Tom? Tom told VFW how they can help if, if a veteran needs help, help. Yeah, how can we help?
5: They, they can contact any Veterans of Foreign Wars uh, VFW post. Um, You can call VFW Post 3944 right there on Midland. That's the largest one in the state of Missouri. But there there are VFWs in many different cities all across the state. But I want to say one thing about Memorial Day. Memorial Day is the saddest day on earth. It is it grabs a lot of people you don't have to be a veteran you don't you don't have to know anybody in the military i mean all of us have lost a lot of people in our lives i think those people want us to be happy they want us to be strong and they 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 want us they we honor them They're the ones that have lost their life as a soldier but there's so many people out there that that are alive and need us to give some of our time to them. Those people are gone; they're never going to come back. So, be there for the be there for somebody. That's a big deal. Even on Veterans Day, Every I mean, day on Memorial year. Day, be there for somebody. Give your time up. That's the, that's the that's what all these veterans and these people really need. They need mentoring, and that's the hardest thing to get on Earth. Yeah. You honor their life by living your life. There you go. And by helping other
1: people who are having a hard time live their life, by helping that, help them you know, improve their quality of life. So yeah, That's awesome. That's incredible. Guys, yeah. we, we put something together. I'll hey, tell you what. Be? Yes, please.
3: Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that I try to focus on, or that's really stood out to me lately, is just how... And, and not just, yes, you're veterans, thank you for your service, but in other areas, like even in this room, Seth, I've only met you a few times, but you're awesome on the keyboards and doing your job <laughs> with what you do here. Eh. Roman, it's all I've got a couple paintings in the car that we're going to be taking out yep. in Colorado to dip yep. for an auction, and you're an unbelievable artist. Unbelievable. Tom's an excellent speaker and a leader yep. for veterans across the state, but there's so many veterans that are so talented in so many yes. different areas. We're losing yes. 22 of them a day, a day. So if you have, even if they're not of it, call your friends. How are you doing? And not just a, hey, man, how are you? Yeah. Good to talk to you. But actually listen, and especially a veteran, call them, especially this weekend. Yeah. You know, when it, maybe not first thing in the morning. Yeah. Maybe it is first thing in the morning, depending yeah. on what time that buddy gets yeah. up. But reach out to them. And this Memorial Day, let's make sure... That twenty two is, ah. is is a, quite a few less because they're exceptional people, man. Like with the songs and like the, everything
2: about that trip, man. I'm still We're losing awesome nine
5: bro. family members too of veterans at the same time. That's a phenomenal. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are giving you the info.
2: I got I got one little thing uh, before we go here, and uh, we like to spread a little love, and we try. You know, we done the power of the power of the draft dot org. We try to attach ourselves to, to anything good that's going on. And there's a Miracle for Mabel benefit auction at the Loading Dock, uh, 401 East, East Front Street in Grafton, Illinois. Um, it's August 18th. Uh, time is 6 to 10. It's $40 at a ticket, $50 at the door. Um, it's a little girl, uh, two little girls. Um, at the beginning of March, Mabel Grace was diagnosed with metachromatic leukodystrophy a rare genetic disorder that affects uh, 40,000 primarily kids worldwide. Um, This is going to be an awesome benefit for them. Uh, Whatever you you can get online, Um, there is a Facebook.com Miracle for Mabel. Uh, For more info, contact Sam Plunkett, 618-567-4726. Hey, spread a little love, man. That's wild. All right. Well, everybody
8: have a good Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we'll see you next Friday. Who's your on WGNU? And we are going to leave you with a little song by my buddy. We just talked to yes. Andrew Wiscom. Yeah. Yeah. This song oh, called "Holding right. a Ghost. Be so, well, Hoosiers. Uh, please uh, enjoy. We'll see you next week. Thanks.
9: Charlie was a good boy raised beneath those Kansas skies. He always was a dreamer filled with high We ran. Really-